0: Because the spider spied her.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's, wow! It don't don't even try to like think like oh how did I not get that? No, there's <laughs> nothing. We're gonna to be get.
2: stuck in Mustachio's web of bad jokes on this episode. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to another episode of Screen Fix, the show where we will fix a recent film. I am host JC. With me is co-host Torpedo. Torpedo, say hi to everybody
1: hey hey
2: hey oh god she had some wine all right um and returning not just a screen fix all-star but an original host of this podcast he's back he's the best the freshest takes in town (laughs) mustachio mustachio say hi to everybody hey everybody
0: I don't know I don't know about the best. The best. I can't I can't claim that. All
2: right, well, the audience has missed you. They have clamored for you. They loved that red stash.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> red Guardians. Yes, your red guardian stash. Carpet matches drape.
1: Oh god. <gasps> Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. Today, we are going to be fixing-
1: <laughs> I think I need to drink more wine. <laughs> if we can get
2: control. Well, today, we will be fixing uh, what I think feels like the last of the phase three movies, really, since it's set after Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Finally getting her own movie. We are talking about Black Widow. We're going to be fixing Black Widow. Trailer.
1: Before I was an Avenger... I made mistakes. And a lot of enemies.
0: He's called Science Taskmaster. He controls the Red Room. They're manipulated. Fully conscious, but no
1: choices.
2: I should have come back for you. How many
1: others are there? back to where it all started. So they never do that to anyone again. We're family. We fight with you.
0: You won't win. I've always found it best. Not to look into the past.
1: Okay, you got a plan or shall I just stay dug and cover? But my plan was to drive us away. Well, your plan sucks.
2: Okay, Black Widow is the, I don't know, what number MCU movie is this now?
1: 736.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's accurate. Uh, I'm I'm losing track now with the Disney Plus series and everything else. I'm really lost. This movie directed by Kate Shortland. It is her fourth movie. There's nothing short about her career. This is her fourth movie in 20 years. Oh. Is that a good thing or a bad thing when you've only made four movies and they're 20 years spread out?
1: I think it depends on what movies. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. It's like if they're really good. Yeah. I don't think they're really
2: good. I think they're okay. (laughs) Like they all... (laughs) You know what? They're all movies that are like shot. They're like very softly lit. They kind of look like a perfume commercial. Oh. So (laughs) her most recent film was Berlin Syndrome, which was a slow burn thriller about a disturbed teacher who holds some young girl captive in his Berlin apartment after bringing her home to bang. Gross. So uh, that sounds like the action director needed for this action-heavy
0: spy movie, right? Am I right? Right? Like with the with the consent. Though. So
1: much consent.
0: Like overdo it with the consent and then give us another Berliner.
1: They got Disney care. consent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Top-shelf American consent right there.
2: I'm just going to come out and say, I don't I don't know if she was the best person for this. And this is why I think so. Black Widow's coming out late. We all know it, right? So you want to give her her due. She's not anyone that has any superpowers, so you're not going to be able to rely on any kind of like superpowers for spectacle. This needs to be a technically sound action movie. I know what Marvel does. Their formula is, let's get some indie directors that we can boss them around. And we can blame them. And we can blame them that. if it's garbage exactly but in this case i think when it comes when it comes to black widow somebody that does not have any powers she really needed somebody who was very good at action and i think there's a lot of directors out there that they could have got that were better you know maybe even go with uh somebody like oh uh, what was the director of ronin
0: is that director still alive ronin ronin like set the bar for like like car chase sequences yeah. post french connection like it came out in the '90s. It
2: was uh, like directed by John Frankenheimer. Is he alive? Let's look. No, he, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. All <laughs> right, uh, never mind. So John Frankenheimer, <laughs> <laughs> we can't.
1: So this movie would have been just... better directed by a dead guy. <laughs> uh, maybe.
2: <laughs> maybe we need the Frankenstein Frankenheimer, <laughs> oh. and uh, no, you just somebody with an uh, with an eye for for action. I mean, they got him to try to fix Rogue One for Star Wars. That's all, Disney. Why don't they get Christopher McQuarrie to come in and help out on this? I just feel that if you have a character who's in a comic book world f- uh, surrounded by superpowered people, and you're going to base the movie around someone who does not have superpowers, it needs to be balls to the wall, impressive action. Like It needs to be next level action movie
1: no I agree so Black Widow is always a support character she's always helping out Captain America or helping out the Hulk or helping out Thor you know I wanted this movie to be where like she's the main person and I feel like she was just looking for help from other people in order to get things done so i don't think it made her shine
0: no or or, or she was just like the the sister or the like so to speak daughter that just had to deal right. with like the dysfunctional family around her going back to the action thing you
2: know, th- there's no scene in this movie that's better than the scene where she fights from a chair in age of ultron <sighs> You're at 114 Selensky Plaza, third floor. We have an F-22 exactly eight miles out. Put the woman on the phone, or I will blow up the block before you can make the lobby. We need you to come in.
1: Are you kidding? I'm working.
2: This takes precedence.
1: I'm in the middle of an interrogation. This moron is giving me everything. Look, you can't pull me out of this right now. Natasha, Barton's been compromised. Let me put you on hold. Mm -hmm.
2: like that scene i think is better than anything in this movie i think her
1: chance for a scene to be better than that was when everyone was like kicking the shit out of her um but they you know they went a different direction for that yeah
2: just basically just let her get the shit beat out of her. yeah they did (laughs) so
0: are you saying she peaked
2: in age of ultron she peaked (laughs) So this movie was written by Eric Pearson. He was most notably, or which is an overstatement, uh, he was one of the three writers on Thor Ragnarok. And he was one of the two writers of Godzilla vs. Kong. So we get the writer of the most off-the-wall Thor movie one of the writers, and one of the writers of a movie about two giant monsters fighting. So this is the perfect writer for a small espionage tale, right?
1: I like almost cried in Godzilla vs. Kong.
2: (laughs) You cried because the dialogue was so bad?
1: The I part. didn't listen to that. I just just looking at the monsters and
2: Right exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. In a movie where <laughs> he, he he was one There's of two dialogue. writers in a movie where nobody cared what the hell the dialogue was. <laughs> 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 you
1: get to yeah, just like, like, the,
0: get monsters, to the monsters.
2: Which is probably why we get terrible lines in this movie like your pain only makes you stronger.
1: Yeah, they said that like a lot.
2: <laughs> and I believe this movie was also produced or no the story I think there's a story credit on this by the person who was the showrunner for WandaVision and think a producer on this had a writing credit an uncredited writing credit
1: uncredited writing, uncredited
2: credit. writing credit was an uncredited writer of captain marvel as well but uh anyway i mean
1: how th- do you know that if she's not credited
2: because i know stuff man that's why i'm the host
1: well, i'm just saying
0: god that's why i'm the host where the Christ. hell do
1: they write that if it's uncredited <laughs> listen
0: i'm the host i just know things underground <laughs> chat rooms that that talk about <laughs> the, the, the non-credited individuals and and how they're I pissed am, off in, about not getting credit. <laughs> I'm in
2: a secret chat room that's just uncredited writers <laughs> bitching about it, like bitching about Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an uncredited writer on Scooby Doo 2. I'm an <laughs> <laughs> I'm an uncredited writer on on Garfield Tale of Two Kitties. As long as you get the I name, didn't even I know these were movies.
1: Like,
2: like, <laughs> that <you can> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> What's happening? Oh, moving right along. What do we usually do after this? Oh yeah. So yeah. So this movie, of course, is starring our longtime Black Widow in the MCU, Scarlett Johansson, or as I call her, Mrs. Colin Jost. Right.
1: Oh, the guy <laughs> from. Uh,
2: I'm totally kidding. She's SNL, so, right? She's so much more famous than Colin Jost. So it's Jost and the Ghost. Because she's a. Because she's dead. Because she's dead. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she wanted to be a ghost in the show. Oh, ghost! And we're still bringing up that. Hold
1: on. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, it <laughs> was a little right, too that's obscure. Fine. You're
2: good. That's why we have you on here. All right here we go.
1: <laughs> Obscurity. <laughs> Obscurity for
2: the obscure. For the obscure just, crowd. Just to be weird. All right. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. So Scarlett Johansson. At this point, I think it's safe to say that nobody can really see anybody else as Black Widow. Right. Scar ScarJo, she's it, right?
1: Oh, yeah, she's it.
2: Okay. Well, there were other actresses that were considered for Black Widow. And like just, who? So I'm just going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, you can't see it queued up on my screen at all. All right, um, hold on.
1: <laughs> I just got really mad. I, don't know. I know.
2: So anyway, uh, I'm going to name some actresses that were considered, and I just want you to tell me yes or no. Don't go into too much detail. This is a show. we got to keep it rolling. You know what I mean?
1: my face
2: and I know <laughs> gave me the skunk face stink eye All right, here we go would you have liked Black Widow Natalie Portman no mustachio
0: <laughs> oh
2: are you still with us
0: um <laughs> I was just defending Natalie Portman uh, as of late to a a friend that's got, like, a thing against her. Um, So I feel like I shouldn't just answer no (laughs) and, like, like Torpedo just, like, flat out, like, yes, firm fucking no. I did get a little, little over her with Annihilation. I was just like, okay. I see. Okay. Okay. Um, be choosy with the action movies that you're you're gonna be
2: in. This is meant to be a fast segment. Come on, yes or no, now <laughs> Portman? You Nally told Borman. me
1: I couldn't explain.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally. Come on, come on. Oh, you, you said we couldn't explain. No, <laughs> right? just yes or this uh, is a yes or no segment. No. Okay, Jessica Biel. No. No. Okay, Jessica Alba.
1: No. <laughs> All
2: right, I, I want to hear your. I actually want to hear your explanation.
1: <laughs> Why you told me she was in that like other fake. Superhero movie, right?
2: Yeah, she was. She was the Set Invisible City. Woman in Fantastic Four, but Chris Evans was was the Human oh, Torch, yeah. so it doesn't matter.
1: Now picture that, but everywhere.
2: I right, don't know. Go. All right, Gemma Arterton.
1: Who the fuck is that?
2: Gemma. Um,
1: it's not Gemma.
2: I I think it's Gemma.
1: I still don't know who she is. Who is she?
2: She was uh, in. She was Strawberry Fields in Quantum of Solace. She was also in Clash of the Titans, Prince of Persia, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters with Jeremy Renner. Oh, connection.
0: Man, you know a lot about Gemma.
2: I do know a lot about Gemma. Uh, Angelina Jolie.
0: No.
1: No.
2: Yeah. We're over her, right?
1: She's in too many. She's old now. I can't.
2: And then Emily Blunt. She was actually the producer's top choice to play Black Widow in Iron Man 2, and she was offered the part without even having to audition but she turned it down because she was shooting Gulliver's
1: Travels. That hit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just picture her as Mary Poppins, so... shes uh, I think
2: she's a badass action star, especially after seeing her in, in Edge of Tomorrow. I'll watch her in anything action-related.
1: I didn't see her in that. Uh, can okay. I watch that and get back to you?
2: Yeah, sure. Why don't we all just pause and you, you can go okay. watch Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold uh, <laughs> on. Can I suggest someone? Yeah. Hold on. They want her in the MCU so bad. She was also offered the role of Peggy Carter, but she turned that down. Who the fuck is that? The love interest of, of Captain America. The British girl. Oh, they should have had her as that. I actually like Hayley Atwell, so I think that's fine. Right. <clears throat> but I think she's, hopefully, this is what we think, hopefully she's going to end up being uh, uh, the Invisible Woman. When they have Fantastic Four. I hope that the fan casting of Emily Emily Blunt and John Krasinski actually comes to be. I do. I do.
1: You do, you do, you do.
2: I do. In fact, let's just transplant the cast of Quiet Place and make them the Fantastic Four. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Are you going to tell
1: that to your underground chat? (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
2: you're like I thought of it first guys. <laughs> no, they're always like
1: I I have an uncredited
2: rewrite on Quiet Place 2 and I'm like all right, why well, can we can never talk about anything else. No, um who was your uh, suggestion? Uh Mustachio, you said you had a suggestion.
0: Yeah, I would suggest uh or the Black Widow to be Alicia Vikander.
2: Oh yeah, she ended up being uh Tomb Raider instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she would have been good, though. I I, I am happy, though, with Scarlett Johansson. And I am happy with the fact that, spoilers, there's spoilers now right now, that uh, they're setting up Yelena to be another Black Widow. They're setting up Florence Pugh. I actually really liked Florence Pugh in that
1: movie. I love her. Yeah. Love her.
2: Everybody loved Florence Pugh in this way better than in that weird movie where she was wearing flowers and pouting.
0: No, Midsommar (laughs) is (laughs) amazing. Who doesn't like uh, sex and mushroom tea? Come on.
1: I'll have to try it. Moustach- I'll get back to you on that while I watch Edge of Place Tomorrow. on
2: Saturday night. <laughs> mushroom tea and sex.
0: <laughs> watch an action movie.
2: <laughs> Is it mushroom tea because you've dipped your penis in some hot water? or?
1: Wow. Well. That's not a no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ew, <laughs> what's going on? Continue. <clears throat> a, so yes, this movie wait, also we're room. still we're still in the actors. Oh my uh, so anyway, this movie also stars of course Florence Pugh as we said as uh Yelena Bloka Bloka Bloka. I don't know. I actually need to look Bilove. this up. Hold on. Black Widow. Black Widow 2021 film. <clears throat> so prepared. All right. Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova. David Harbor was Alexei Shostakov, or the Red Guardian, right? the The Russian counterpart to Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. Red Guardian was part of something called the Winter Guard, which was like Russia's Avengers. And essentially, in Russia, everybody with powers was like gathered up and forced to be on the team. So, yeah.
1: Oh,
0: oh, wow! Imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> that they didn't have a choice.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who else? Uh, Ot. Damn it! This last name. Right, it's spelled like I don't even want to say it's. Uh,
0: oh, Mason. Yeah, I I don't want to try that one. F- <laughs> I'll let you do that.
2: F- fag Fadge Benel.
0: Okay, now pretend it's French.
2: Oh, fuck, Bunle. <laughs> 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 uh, this is terrible. I don't want to say. It. So anyway, uh, O T and the last name is spelled F A G B E N L E. Okay, who plays Rick? mason who is some random dude who are they romantic are they not i i, I don't know what's going on. he's like why are you gonna introduce somebody like that like we should know him already and he's like the you know her the guy the guy who's like her like alfred or what <laughs> her, her uh you know q or whatever like you know what i mean the guy
1: oh the rando dude yeah i don't know uh, i didn't okay. like the how they just threw him in there
0: as, as if like you know colin jose didn't have the
1: choice, right? Colin
2: Joe should have been in this movie somewhere.
1: <laughs> he should have been that guy.
2: That would have been actually entirely hilarious. <laughs> and she's just if...
0: like not into
1: him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that would have
1: made it so much better. <laughs>
2: just like, just like real life. I mean, she's she's Colin Joe's beard, right?
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, totally. <clears throat> so anyway,
1: <laughs>
2: then we've got Rachel Wise plays Melina Vostikov. She's the mother figure. You got fat. We also have who else makes appearances here? Uh Olga Kirilenko is Taskmaster. Taskmaster? I can't speak. Taskmaster. And uh Ray Winstone as Dracoff. Was he did he just kinda sound like a guy from Brooklyn trying to sound like a guy from Russia?
0: Yeah. Oh that's that's uh, that's that's actually one of my problems with the movie. <laughs> Was you know, he he just sounds like A guy that got pulled from a Guy Ritchie movie and got told like, Hey, do your do your Russian.
2: Yeah, but it's it's really weird. It's like he's British, but somehow when his British accent tries to do Russian, he sounds like he's from Brooklyn. Which is
0: (laughs) (laughs) You should be a dialect coach. (laughs) Thank you. Alright, so anyway,
2: I wanna know, do you think, like a lot of people think that this movie came out five years too late? Did we need this?
1: Yes. No, I think it would have set things up better if it was done five years ago.
2: Of course, five years ago Florence Pugh was like twelve. So and Zach Braff was still dating her. <laughs> no, she
1: wasn't. Oh. <laughs> Well, that changes things because they probably wouldn't have casted like this (laughs) if the movie was made exactly how it was now five years ago. No, I think it would have made a lot more sense, especially to people that, you know, don't follow the comics and that kind of that People and also like, like you know mm-hmm.
2: if this movie had been made five years ago and is the way it is now in that final fight in end game you would have seen red guardian you know you would have seen some of the characters in this movie which would have been a kind of neat right yeah 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 for the russian audiences right
1: or anyone
2: any bearded out of shape basically every movie podcaster
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like you know People in prison,
0: right? People mm-hmm. that don't get writing credit,
2: baristas,
1: dads,
2: the people that eat Slim Jims,
1: Slim Jims, Slim Jim eaters, <laughs>
2: <laughs> the ones that eat hot dogs that have the fake cheese inside.
0: Did I give myself away?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is that part of your mushroom tea weekend? <laughs> <It> better be. <laughs> All right. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, Mustachio, why don't you tell me? Your take on the fact that we're getting Black Widow now. Did we need this? Is it overdue? What do you think?
0: It is overdue, and yes, it is needed, and yes, uh, I would say still have it made because in the future when people watch these movies, they're just going to watch them in the order that they're supposed to watch them in, not the order that they came out. I mean...
1: Oh, that's very true.
0: Maybe. I could be wrong. That's how I'm watching the, the fucking uh, Annabelle stuff. <laughs> What? The Conjuring. Conjuring. (laughs) I'm not not watching. I'm not actually watching in the years that they came out order.
1: I watched all the Marvel movies in order when I was pregnant. (laughs) Wow. In
2: the order they came out or the chronological order?
1: Like the technological order. The what? Didn't you say technological?
2: No. That's kind of like chronological. Technological (laughs) order. It is kind of like chronological. That's true. Torpedo, did you watch those in sequential chronological or technological order
1: <laughs> um, technological Te- <laughs> technology progress greatly
2: how did audiences feel about it how did this movie do do you have some fresh hot stats for us Mu stachio
0: oh yeah people people were still buying tickets do you have any actual numbers yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like and people, they bought
2: tickets. People bought tickets. <laughs> they sure did.
0: <laughs> Gathered up the family and bought tickets. <laughs> if we're pulling from like VoxOfficeMojo.com, dot com, um, we're looking at its opening was eighty million in mm-hmm. okay uh, gross gross domestic ninety five million. Okay.
1: Does that in include a- like Disney Plus and in theater or?
0: Okay. No. So. It's another 60 million if you add the streaming service. Okay, for so Plus. 60. Okay, so 95 say so about so it made about 150 million is that what you're saying? So that was just domestic mm-hmm. with streaming. So if we look at worldwide it's 173 million already and then you tack on the 60 million for streaming.
2: Okay, so it's got like over 200 200 million. That's actually a bit rough. The budget of this movie is $200 million, oh. And I think in this current landscape, everybody who was going to see it, just because of the way movies are right now, I think everybody that was going to mm-hmm. see it saw it. So I don't know if this one is going to recoup. I think, I mean, movies these days have to make the budget. Plus,
0: yeah, plus some And it didn't.
1: That's sad.
0: It's going to be the first flop.
1: Aww. I know. I mean...
0: But, JC, like the way that you ask for certain films, you say, hey, don't try to make one thinking that you're going to get the chance to make another one. Just make one good movie. Yeah, but they failed. I know. (laughs) I was trying to, like, de emphasize the good part. You know what? Just make (laughs) one movie. Did this movie feel like it was
2: a $200 million movie? No. Not at all.
1: When you said that, my eyebrows went, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Like,.
2: Nothing about this movie screams $200 million whatsoever. Like, I don't know where that money went. The interior of the Red Room just looked like a shitty office building.
1: It did. It was one (laughs) desk.
2: It it, It was bland.
1: And it wasn't even a cool desk. It was just a wooden desk.
2: (laughs) I know. Not even like the the big boss had a cool office. No. (laughs) Like cherry wood. (laughs) And some like...
0: hotel-looking carpet. Not good. And, and and their holding cells looked like something out of Ikea.
1: Seriously! <laughs> they did, and the
0: Ikea holding
1: cells.
2: <laughs> the production department just went to Ikea and was like, give us all these Ikea sh- shower doors. <laughs> I mean, they were in Norway for a while, so they were you know, close to Sweden there where they could just grab some Ikea stuff.
1: <laughs> so it I should mean, have been like $2. <laughs> they did.
2: <laughs> all right. Yeah. So so moving right along before we just get into it all, I'm going to give a quick plot summary of this movie. And we get our plot summaries from Movie Pooper. Movie Pooper. They've got the scoop where... on that poop. Movie Pooper, where we get the quick and dirty version They wipe away the excess and give us the one pinch summary.
1: I love movie pooper.
2: Here here we go. As a child, Natasha Romanoff was taken from her real family. Side note, child Natasha Romanoff was played by Mila Jovovich's daughter.
1: Who's Mila Jovovich?
2: Resident Evil. Last episode basically became a Mila Jovovich pod for like a good 10 minutes.
1: I will listen to that.
2: When I was a child I had a crush on Mila Jovovich and I hid it, but my mother knew my mother knew just by the way that my eyes would sparkle when I would see Mila.
1: Did you call you out?
2: She called me out on it hard and I was always so embarrassed. I would I would scream, No No <laughs> Did you have a poster on the wall? I did not have any posters of Mila because I w- I was I was too scared. So <laughs> My mom would try to, you know, she would like call me out on all these girls that I liked. And I always be like, no. And I, my uh, stepfather was afraid that I was going to be gay. So he bought me a Cindy Crawford poster. But it was the one where she's in tiny booty shorts, no shirt on with her hand covering it and looking back. And I think that was him going <laughs> like... Don't don't be gay.
0: That's so funny. Well, hey, don't feel like w- weird at all about that. I think I got the same Cindy Crawford poster. <laughs> swear to God.
1: Stop! No way.
0: Because my dad caught me dancing the Shania Twain.
2: Stop. <laughs> Let's go, girls.
0: Full transparency there. That's uh, you, you rarely get that at that time. That
2: was time. every dad's like, please don't be gay poster. <laughs> Kids these days have no idea.
1: How did we get into that? <laughs> <laughs> so
2: funny. Dads back in the day used to be so scared you were gay. There's um, there's dads still today that are that way.
1: Oh, probably. <sighs> I'm sure. Meanwhile, I'm over here like... <laughs> giving my son like rainbow shirts, like it's like it is okay. You can be whatever you want.
2: <laughs> but I
1: like women.
2: No, but you really can like men too.
1: But I like women. Yeah, oh. no, you can like both.
0: <laughs> you can like both. Like <laughs> forcing it. All right, hold on. You gotta have choices. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, uh,
2: what just happened? So, oh, I was reading a summary. A plot, right, yeah. As a child, Natasha Romanoff was taken from her real family and raised by a fake one in Ohio. Movie pooper gets right to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until she and her surrogate sister, Yelena Belova, were abducted and taken to the Red Room, where they were trained to become deadly black widows. Years later, after violating the Sokovia Accords, Natasha goes into hiding until she is attacked by an assassin called Taskmaster, who has a connection to her past. Yelena calls upon Natasha for help despite years of estrangement, as she has come across a synthetic gas called Red Dust. I thought that was called Cinnaburst.
1: I thought it was called Red Shit.
2: That breaks the what? (laughs) That breaks the widows from their mind control. You should work for Movie Pooper. The Red Room... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and its operator, Dreykov, are also still active, despite Natasha having believed to have destroyed them years earlier before she worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. Natasha and Yelena re-team with their surrogate parents, Alexei Shostakov and Milena Vostakov, to track down Dreykov and the Red Room. They are taken to the location on an aerial base. It turns out the taskmask... turns Taskmaster... I... Why can I not say Taskmaster? Why do I say masker? <laughs> It turns out that Taskmaster is Drakov's daughter, Antonia, who was believed to have been killed in the explosion that supposedly killed Drakov, but she survived with disfigurements and is now mind-controlled by her father into being the perfect assassin. After Yelena, Melina and Alexei get free from their captivity. They battle Drakov's goons while getting the red dust.
1: Shit. Red shit.
2: And breaking <laughs> break the other widows from their mind control. Melina causes the Red Room to come crashing down, but before Drakov and his men can escape, Yelena destroys his getaway craft, causing Drakov to blow up for real this time. Natasha also breaks Antonia from her mind control before parting ways with her family again. She later goes off to help free the other imprisoned Avengers. Years later, Yelena learns of Natasha's sacrifice and is recruited by Contessa Valentina to go after Hawkeye, believing him to be responsible for her sister's death. And that's the story of Black Widow. It
0: definitely wiped away the excess. Widow.
2: They wiped away the excess there. But really, there isn't much more than that. Nothing special about this movie. <laughs> so before we just start fixing a movie, a lot of people work on a movie, especially a movie as big as this one. Thousands of people work on this one. That's why you have to sit there for 20 minutes after the movie's done to wait for the end credits stinger. Uh, you see all those names, thousands of names, lots of people working on a movie. We're going to give them their due. We are going to say one thing that we liked uh, about Black Widow. Why don't you go first, Torpedo?
1: I liked how they made fun of the posing.
2: Oh, that was funny too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, the th- and the thing is, like, I thought a lot of the humor didn't work in this movie, especially anything that came out of the mouth of Rachel Wise. I thought she was terrible with her like comic. She was
0: like a joke vacuum. She like- <laughs> <laughs> yes, a joke
1: vacuum.
2: Yeah, it wasn't very good, but Florence Pugh was good. Yeah. The pose thing was the funniest part.
1: Yeah. And then when she did it. Yes.
2: That was the funniest part. Yes. Yeah. yeah I love that. It was a
0: that. perfect delivery. Like the way she was saying, yes,
1: it's a fighting pose.
0: You're a total poser. you a poser. <laughs> Mustachio,
2: mm-hmm. what's one thing that you like about Black Widow?
0: I mean, we've already covered it. I love Florence Pugh. In this. I felt like she was the best. Like with her delivery, it felt like the most lived-in character. It felt like that's a real person. I don't know, and I can see it totally turning into something that we follow. You know,
2: after this. Yep, she's she is absolutely going to be the next Black Widow. The end there when we see her in the end credit stinger with Valentina, Contessa Valentina, who is you know assembling some kind of like a Dark Avengers or something. I don't know what she's doing yeah. over there. And uh we saw her in the Falcon and Winter Soldier series at the end of that series talking to U.S. Agent, kind of the disgraced Captain America there, the one that murders the dude in cold blood. Yeah, in the streets and then <laughs> yeah, what's his name, John. Walker, right? Yes, John Walker. He gave so,
1: me the heebie-jeebies. He
2: does, and the thing is, is like I like Wyatt Russell a lot, but Plant he was so freaky as yeah. like homicidal John Walker that it was. Yes, you're right. Like he gave a performance that made me uncomfortable as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is so strange because I like him so much.
1: Oh, like like that. I mean, you can like both. Your dad was worried. Yeah, like I need think. my Cindy Crawford poster
2: <laughs> right now, or else I'm gonna turn. Uh, so um, we need. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, One thing that I liked about the movie, like, I don't want to just say Florence Pugh again, but honestly, she was... Okay, so we'll say that this movie was cast very well, other than we'll say Ray Winstone, who literally sounds like a guy from Brooklyn. But, you know, he is a good actor. One thing about this movie I think that is great is that I want to see David Harbour again as Red Guardian. I want to see Florence Pugh again as the new Black Widow. So that's really a testament to the movie. And how good the characters were. Like, regardless of how kind of mediocre I thought this movie was, I want more from those two characters. So I would say that that's a really good thing about this movie. It's going to carry on the legacy of Black Widow in the very capable hands of Florence Pugh.
1: I love her. <laughs> oh, oh, what is that? Ew. <clears throat> Did you have friends? Huh? Did, you <laughs> Did little Jig <Jake> have friends?
2: <laughs> And why are you guys laughing at this? I'm not. <laughs> i can see you, Mustachio. You think this is hilarious. All right. I don't know why I'm tickled so much. <laughs> oh, <great. laughs> so what do you guys say we fix this movie? What do you guys say?
1: Let's do Let's it.
2: Let's
1: do it. I can't remember if I cried When I
0: read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside the dead the music is So bye-bye, it's American pie. Go with my sugar, let it to the levee, but the levee dry. And then old boys, we're drinking whiskey and rock. Singing, this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I
1: die. Oh, torpedo.
2: What is your first fix for black widow?
1: Alright, this is what I got. Okay. First of all, let's let's talk about Natasha Romanoff. Um, she from the beginning has been in a very sexualized character. Um mm-hmm. how many ass shots in this movie when she was an adult, like were there in the first five minutes? Like twelve. Like just zoom in on her butt. She's a great butt. She's beautiful, but I feel like that's in every movie that she's in. Doesn't matter who the director is.
2: You think she was sexualized in this movie where they were purposely trying to not sexualize her?
1: She's always been like a tease. Like when she was Iron Man's secretary, and even when she like had conversations with Hawkeye and
2: And she kissed Captain America and she had a thing with Hulk. Yeah, so that's
1: yeah. the the thing with Hulk was more, though, like that showed that there was more actual feeling. And then in this movie, they had Rando Dude getting her jets and getting her a trailer. And um, and they never explained him, but you it could tell. It was bizarre, yeah. Yeah, he was into her. He was so into her. And she was just kind of like leading him on, teasing him. Um, So my fix is to have her like plant her foot down and be like, I don't know, just change how she's seen it in every other movie. Have her say something like, oh, I'm only into big green guys. Like, referring back to the Hulk and what she actually feels uh, about him. Like,
2: she's going to finally yeah. stop being flirty and Yeah,
1: and that's not her fault. Like, she looks great. <laughs> but well,
2: also, I mean, she's... Part of the like the red room training, I'm sure, was to use seduction. your your sexuality and your seduction to get close to people, and you yeah, know? I'm sure. So um, but this was
1: this is a movie like about her, yeah. Like have her state, I like this guy who is also a monster, strong as fuck, yeah.
0: That's good, and 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 it would be accurate to the timeline because she's still trying to figure out what their relationship looks like, you know, and before he. He's completely gone.
2: Actually, she would be sad because he he takes off at the end of Age of Ultron.
1: Oh. Is that Age of Ultron?
2: Yeah. So he's actually gone.
0: So she's got a long distance relationship.
2: Nobody knows where he is until he's found on Sakaar in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's sweet that she's still faithful to him even though he's gone.
1: I mean, she doesn't have to be faithful to him. She just, I mean.
2: No, she wasn't. You could tell (laughs) that she was like using him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She was definitely using him.
2: He was simping, as they say.
1: Simping As the kids say
2: He was a simp
1: <laughs> Who are these kids Is this stuff I have to learn As a parent Kids on
2: like Twitch and shit Yes you need to learn this stuff You're a mom now Ugh. You better not raise no simp
1: Fine you
0: Gotta get in that underground chat
1: I know
2: You need to join the can subreddits
1: you, Can you invite me To your chat You'll
2: you'll get eaten alive
1: What
0: they eat you alive
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So, that, this so derailed. that is an interesting fix. Actually show her proactively saying, I am not a sex object anymore. Yeah. If I am going to take any man's engorged anything, it will be green.
1: Yes. Except like Disney up a little bit. So take away engorged.
2: Do you think she says Hulk smash? <laughs> 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 Mustachio, I know you have a fix for us. Why don't you give us your first fix for Black Widow?
0: I had, I had a problem with the way that that one Black Widow kind of offed herself. She was like, it was the one that Natasha witnessed. Yeah,
2: she blasts herself in the face under the control yeah. of homeboy, Drakeoff
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of had a problem with like how she did that. So it's like she broke from her controlled state, like mind controlled state, to like having like a semblance of... Her humanity inside, and kind of being like, "I don't want to do this." He's making me. I don't even know if we needed that because, you know, she didn't get any of the the cinnamon verse. The cinnamon cinnamon verse. What did you you call it? That's right. She
2: shouldn't have been free from his control because she didn't get the cinnamon. She didn't
0: like what. Then, then why are we seeing this version of her if if the drug actually does its job? So what I would have had was a little bit darker of like a offing herself kind of way where uh, Natasha can't tell that she's being controlled by someone. We already got that via Yelena telling her like, hey, this is what's happening. These girls and I was once one one of them. So... I would have wanted her witnessing this widow, like, stab herself to death, maybe in her neck, oh off God. camera, yeah. like we only Whoa. see oh, Scojo's gotcha.
2: reaction to it. PG-13, you know what I mean?
1: Was this PG-13? They're,
2: they're all PG-13.
0: Oh. All- <laughs> <laughs> if you insinuate the stab and then go off screen yeah. and go right to a close-up yeah. of Scojo's reaction... That would have worked for PG-13, I feel. And it would have been a little bit more like, hey, look, this is this is dark. This is what's happening to these girls. I'm
2: right there with you. Like This movie needed edge. This movie plays it so safe that it's meh. You thought that there was a place in this movie for more shocking
0: violence. Yeah, darken it up a little bit because, you know, get gritty. Dun, dun, dun. JC. Yeah. You
2: got a fix for us? Yeah, I got a fix for you. Here you go. Sugar,
0: oh, is this
1: drug dealer Jason who talking to? <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> talking to his new
1: friends. How I make friends? <laughs>
2: the best friends are meth friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, um, like John Walker. John Walker. Yeah, John, John Walker. You're making me John Walker uncomfortable. All right, um, <clears throat> all right, so this is what I think. So. Uh, my fix is going to do a lot of things, so we're going to... Here we go. So, Taskmaster I thought was very weak. Taskmaster is nowhere near comics accurate, but in this fix, we're going to keep it more in line with the, with the movie rather than going comics accurate or anything like that, but put a pin in Taskmaster for a second. So, the MCU has been teasing Budapest forever. Clint and Natasha mention Budapest while they're in fight scenes and stuff like that.
1: Just like Budapest all over
2: you and I remember Budapest very differently. Budapest has long been teased. A long way from Budapest. Cool. They go to Budapest in this, where she kills the daughter of Drakov in collateral damage, but... If that's the Budapest that we're all talking about, that is a letdown. Why is she in Budapest if they aren't going to show us the Black Widow, Hawkeye, Budapest thing that they're always referring to? So here is my fix for all of this. Go to a flashback where Budapest is the scene of a bittersweet Tragedy because it's good and it's bad. Make Budapest the moment that Natasha gives up being the Red Room assassin and decides to go good. And part of that is that she has come to love Clint, Clint Barton, who was sent there to kill her. They actually develop feelings for each other. She loves him. She ends up having to choose between Clint and the widows. One of those widows is her sister, Yelena. She chooses Clint. And in choosing Clint, she's responsible for the death of a bunch of widows, including Yelena, in a massive action scene ending in an explosion in Budapest. I want that to be Budapest. I want that to be the reveal of Budapest instead of this disappointing thing that we got when we visited Budapest early on in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's as disappointing as the Nick Fury, cat scratching his eye, way that he loses his eyeball. Like... (laughs) Like, it's so (laughs) disappointing and stupid. Anyway, so we're fixing Budapest. And then on top of that, years later, Natasha has to go back to Budapest for some reason and runs into Taskmaster. She fights Taskmaster, ends up getting the helmet off of Taskmaster and reveal it's Yelena, her sister that she thought was dead. And that is her motivation for going in and stopping the Red Room. It's both to shut it down and to get her sister back. That's much more of a motivation to shut down the Red Room. Also, this makes it more Nat's movie because this movie almost serves too much as an intro into Yelena as uh, Torpedo put it earlier makes Nat kind of a side character in this movie. So this brings her more to the forefront, gives her more motivation for bringing down the Red Room, and also gives us weight and answers to the Budapest thing. And that's my first fix.
1: That's why you're the host of the show.
2: And I also want a dirty sex scene between Clint and Natasha.
1: That's why you're the host of the show.
2: (laughs) Involving mushroom tea.
1: (laughs) A Cindy Crawford poster.
2: And a Cindy Crawford poster. (laughs) Torpedo, what's your second fix for Black Widow?
1: Eh, okay, so here we go. So the red shit, right? <laughs>
2: cinnamon blast.
1: The cinnamon blast and <laughs> and the like and the Black Widows on the space station. The uh, space station. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The Cineverse gum on the space station. Go ahead. Continue.
1: So they all get hit with it, right? And all of a sudden, in one second, they're, you know, out of their trance, out of their chemical will, whatever. Right, Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just have a problem with them, like, knowing that they're good people, like, right away. Like, they were taken when they were young and regardless of the chemicals that they put in that, like, they, d- they don't know what's good. They don't know what's bad. They don't know anything. Like, they literally know nothing. Know nothing. Mm-hmm. So at the end, Nat is like, all right, now go in this bus, flying bus, <laughs> and <laughs> make, make choices. Go make choices because you <laughs> couldn't make choices before. And, like... What kind of choices does she expect them to make? Like they've yeah. literally—they can be a chef.
2: They can use knives real well. Uh, Popping balloons at carnivals and getting big stuffed animals. Like
1: it, what's your resume? Oh, I was an assassin. <laughs> but they'd—they'd yeah. they'd still have to somehow find that job, <laughs> you know? Like. <laughs> Yeah, she's like,
2: you're free. Go do stuff. And they're like,
1: bitch, we don't have ID. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. they don't have an ID. They don't know who they are. They don't know where they came from. Like, they literally know nothing. So I want them to kind of realize on the ship that they're all having like a huge identity crisis. Like, I don't know (laughs) what the fuck we're going to do, but let's figure this out on this space van.
2: You want all the widows having a nervous breakdown on a space van?
1: (laughs) I'm being realistic here. Like, so I want them to be like, all right, you know, these are our skills. This is all we know. Let's try and be good people in the name of Natasha Romanoff, in the name of Black Widow. Let's keep our Black Widow, whatever, and like have them do kind of the dirty work of whatever it takes to get the Cinnabursts to the right people. And, and I, I, so I, I,
2: you want those widows to go free so the good. other widows. Yeah. Which I think is actually the plot.
1: That could be like a sideshow. It could be another Disney Plus show.
0: Are, are we getting the, the the Caretakers of the Cinnaburst <laughs> Basically, movie? Yeah,
2: it's called Black Widows, Caretakers of the Cinnaburst, of the Cinnaburst. Cinnaburst. <laughs> coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Perfect. I'll, yeah,
1: I'll take it. Like I see it as being like super underground. So they leave like a black widow something behind every time they like
2: oh, turn people. A spider.
1: Yeah. Like a spider is that? Yeah, I guess. Or, you know, whatever they want. What
2: what a widow?
1: Yeah. Like a <laughs> <laughs>
2: they leave this sad widow a widow sitting there. wherever they are the detectives like i'm seeing a connection <laughs> calling card is a crying lady whose husband has recently passed right <laughs> <laughs> Alright, mustachio, what is your second fix?
0: Um, so I wanna fix Melina's motivation. So oh, okay. they go visit her.
2: She's got the pig the pig
0: farm. She got the pig farm, she's suffocating pigs. Yep. She's mind controlling mind pigs. Control pigs. Yes. So she's also ready to give them information about how she created the Cinnaburst and how she like <laughs> is the architect for these things and it's like she doesn't really care. She's saying things in a vapid kind of like, you know, like whatever, or led to assume Russian way. Yeah. And there's no like real, I don't know, like emotion no, there. There, there so, wasn't at all, which
2: is weird.
1: Or that was like how she wanted to act. I thought about that. That's I actually mean,
0: a really good point. Like ra- like you talk about Rachel Weiss? Yeah. My suggestion is for her to be broken. It almost uses what you were talking about, Torpedo, um, where... If, if she's broken and scared mm-hmm. and doesn't know what else to do as far as how to move forward, that's how I have her in this fix, because I would have made her mind-controlled when they approach the compound, and so she's mind-controlled with the very thing that she created, and now they have to basically get into the compound without her shooting their heads off, and wow. basically uh, she gets bursted. Now they're sitting at the table. You can have the same kind of, like, weird stuff going on between her and Alexi where he's like, I'm out of prison. I have lots of energy. You can use that <laughs> That was yeah.
2: That was the other funny line. Yeah. You got fat, but still good. I just got out of prison. I, uh, I have
0: a lot of energy. Oh. Please don't do that. Yeah, so you can use the same weird shit and she's kinda like dumbfounded with like what's going on. So I, I like what Torpedo was saying, like we don't know who we're gonna get when they get like unlocked from that mode. So I would have her scared. Dude, if David Harbour was looking
2: at you all sweaty saying,
0: I have lots <laughs> yeah. of energy,
2: you'd probably be yeah. scared too.
0: How could you not? So she's also she's remorseful of you know this family that she wanted to maybe reconnect with. Because in the other way, mm-hmm. when she wasn't mind-controlled, um, the way that we saw the movie, she never went to go break Alexi out of prison. She never wondered where the girls were.
2: Well, she's also responsible for...
0: All of it. All of it.
2: Yeah. Like, she's directly responsible for these black widows who are running around the globe murdering everyone. Exactly, so. and so why,
0: why would we care about yeah. a character like that? Yeah. I have it to where she was mind-controlled. That way, it's not really her that chose to do that. And you can use the same, like, double-cross where she says, I've already called mm. them, they're on their way. I want her to be, like, fearful of going to the Red Room. I don't know, I, I kind of like the idea of her... She got mind-controlled by the very thing she created.
1: I like it. it. It adds another dimension to a movie that didn't have many dimensions.
0: <laughs> All right, JC, we're at that time. Give me your last fix.
2: My last fix. Remember, at the end of Civil War, Ant-Man, Falcon, and... Okay hawkeye uh they are in prison they are imprisoned in something called the raft apparently it's the prison that's out in the middle of the ocean do we all remember that okay (laughs) this is going to fix a few things well there's the scene where black widow is speaking to drakov and he's basically saying that his black widows control everything they can they've changed world events but he never gives gives us any specifics on anything that they've actually done or controlled Instead, I want him to just give her specific things that he has done. He's responsible for the coup in this country. He's responsible for this world leader being toppled. He's responsible for this disastrous event. And then he says the next thing that he's going to do is kill some Avengers. So the next thing that he has his widows ready to do is to kill some Avengers, the ones that are on the raft. So now... I have it to where the end of the film is actually Natasha killing Dreykov, leaving the Red Room. And now she has to go to the raft in this awesome action scene where she has to fight widows who are there to try to assassinate the Avengers. But remember, she's also on the run. She's illegal right now. So she has to get in there stop them from being murdered. We get cameos by Ant-Man, Hawkeye, and Falcon, and she not only fights off the Widows from assassinating them, but frees her fellow Avengers, her real family, the family that she chose. I think that that is a much better ending than, I think, what did you call it? What did you call the Red Room? The Space Station? The Space Station. Yeah. They, I, <laughs> I believe that that's a better ending than Space Station collapsing. Oh,
1: I, maybe she should take the Cinnabursted Black Widows with her and they fly in their van.
2: That is actually an improvement on my fix. Yes, she takes her, some Cinnabursted Black <laughs> Widows, including, cinnabursted. Her sister, <laughs> including her sister.
1: Including <laughs> her sister. Yeah.
2: And they go there, stop the, the still bad widows right. from assassinating her friends. And actually, the way that they're going to assassinate them is by blowing up the raft. They're going to sink the raft. So they stop them from sinking the raft in action scene extravaganza. They end up still sinking the raft, but not before Natasha saves avengers oh my god her Avenger and then friends.
1: she'll be with both her families
2: and she sees hawkeye again after we saw hawkeye in the budapest oh, yeah. film and they share a glance and it's full circle
1: but hawkeye's married
2: yeah but it's still it's full circle she's there she saves him he's like i knew you would come or say so, you know they they, sh- they you, would you know come. what i mean they share one of those yeah. moments the, and the what if that moment. moment means more after having seen the Budapest scene earlier in the movie, between my first fix and my second fix, I've changed. Movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have, JC. But I love the, the way that the, all that came to fruition because of the last shot. And you were like, "Oh, that that would have been a better movie if you just would have shown them that." <laughs> <laughs> it did.
2: I was like, "Well, that's a much better act for you to this movie."
0: When she's like, "I'm gonna go save my friends."
2: So in the end, my first fix, my second fix, and you hire a seasoned action director. To do all of it, and you get a better Black Widow. In my opinion, bye-bye,
1: Miss American <laughs> Aww. <Draw> sh- <laughs>
2: That's right, they were singing that song to each other. Oh, how cute. It would be funny if the, the dad was like, no, let's sing a better song. It was some Russian song. It was like, <laughs> back <laughs> in the
1: USSR, like don't a, know how lucky you are. Boy. Oh, I was thinking more of like
0: a, a, a
1: Russian, Russian
2: drinking, drinking song. song. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: like he was like he was trying <laughs> to sing when he sat at the table. Like, right. He was so happy. It was right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what a Russian <laughs> drinking song sounds like? <laughs> oh, you know that song too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think without further ado, we should consider Black Widow. Screams. Scream. Scream. We should make a band. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Right, uh Torpedo. Do you have a final thought for Black Widow?
1: I guess I, I watched it twice, and the first time um, I just I thought it was entertaining. It, I was watching it; I was interested. Um, It wasn't the best movie. It wasn't the worst movie. And then the second time around, I was kind of like, "Aw, I almost wish I didn't watch it a second time because it got worse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's when you started thinking about it.
1: Yeah. And that's what I was like. Wait, this doesn't make sense.
0: You were approaching it like a screen fixer.
1: (sighs) I guess so.
2: That's why you guys are seasoned (laughs) vets now. You guys are all stars. Screen fix all stars right here.
0: We can never watch a movie the same.
1: No. Even Disney movies. Even Disney
2: movies? Wait, what?
1: I'm fixing Disney movies when I'm not even on the show. (laughs) You're like, you know what Coco should do? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm telling this to my one and a half year old son.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You should not keep doing that. Otherwise, your kid's going to be the most annoying kid at sleepovers. They're going to put in movies, and he's like, you
1: know what? Like, I really don't like the way that
2: he's going to be able to break down film. Oh
1: my God. He's going to be a little Jason. <gasps>
2: What's wrong with that?
1: I mean, nothing.
2: That face says otherwise. I'm your friend. Right, let's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mustachio, do you have a final thought for Black Widow? So you touched on it a second ago with um, the American Pie song. Mm hmm. I, I liked that scene. I thought it, it brought us out of like kind of the, that family awkwardness uh, at the mm-hmm. table. I, but I also read somewhere that what's his name, David, David Harbor,
1: Stranger Things guy.
0: Yeah. So I read that David Harbor. It was his idea to have that and to Ooh. backfill oh. backfill a scene where they're actually writing, and he puts on the tape of Don McLean so that Yelena feels. Safe on the ride.
2: She does. She feels safe, and also like that's her song, and that also means that's how connected she is to like America and her life in America
0: with her family. It's excellent, David and Har- that that song, American Pie, is fitting. David Harbor, you. Son and of it's a bitch. fitting that they're singing it as they're like potentially about to die with yeah. the, uh, the house gets raided. And I just thought that was cool that that was his idea to pitch that, and then that it got used because I like when you find out when the actors have involvement in changing the story. I know JC doesn't. He's like, well, what about us writing writers that don't get the fucking credit?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Time out. Can I just say something real quick? Yes. Um, I just got a message from my cousin. We share a a Disney account. And she's like, oh, my God, my dad just said... I'm watching Black Widow and it's so good. I think Michelle pay for this,
2: <laughs> and she did.
1: I did, and I'm also uh, on a podcast shitting on it. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh, so, JJC, what's, what were your final thoughts?
2: So, in order for her to not s- smell Drakov's pheromones, which was one of the <laughs> dumbest things I've ever seen in a movie, uh, in order for her to not. S- smell the pheromones she has to sever her uh nerve in her nose whatever her what's what's the nerve olfactory just to sever her olfactory nerve or whatever so she breaks her nose so that she doesn't have to so that it severs now when you sever something it doesn't it's not like she didn't say she had to pinch her nerve she said sever so she severed her olfactory nerve are we to understand that throughout Infinity War and Endgame, Nat couldn't smell anything.
1: Yes.
0: Ooh, that's a that's a deep observation.
2: Yeah, she had no she had no sense of smell.
1: I mean, that's probably a good thing. There's a lot of dead bodies,
2: <laughs> and now it makes sense in that scene in Endgame where she's eating like the shitty sandwich.
1: You know, if you're about to tell me to look on the bright side, I'm about to hit you in the head with a peanut butter sandwich. It's cuz she has no sense of smell. Maybe she didn't have time.
0: I was going to ask you like is it worth like looking back through all those movies just for that? But I feel like you already scanned through them all just thinking about.
2: Right. It. Just for stuff she can't smell. You're like,
0: "Nope, <laughs> that one scene with the sandwich." Well, the thing is
2: in, the, in that one fight scene where she gets like the purple blood splattered on her face when the child of Thanos dies or whatever and she goes, "That's gross." It would have just been gross to the feel cuz she can't smell it and I'm sure it smelled bad.
1: I just feel like being an assassin, like you get put in situations that are worse than that. Like,
2: I, yeah, like how many smelly men she had to have sex with?
1: Like, probably 400.
2: Yeah, with just like vodka sweating out of their pores.
1: Yeah.
0: Or near, like, nearly like having sex. I'm sure she didn't actually, you know, right? Allow I mean, if you're an assassin. Yeah.
1: It's true. Don't you try to... Probably cut their dicks off. Sorry. I just... Is that a fix? Is (laughs) it? All right. Okay. So
2: anyway, let's uh, go ahead and uh, I'll send us home. If you enjoy Screen Fix and these very strange people's takes on things, uh, (laughs) well, you can always find us at ScreenFixPod.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify iHeartRadio, anywhere that you get podcasts, we are there. Also, follow us on Twitter at ScreenFixPod. We're also on Instagram if you just search for ScreenFixPod. I also have an event that I am putting on. I put it on every month at Greenlight Cinema. I host VHS Club. So if you live in Florida or in the St. Petersburg area of Florida, please come out and there will be trivia and there will be giveaways and all that fun stuff. So come join us. Greenlight Saint Pete. Is Greenlight, there drinks? Not free drinks. You better buy a drink.
1: Yeah, well obviously. Yeah,
2: nice. Yes, there Options. is there is Alks Bahal, Um <clears throat> and that is Greenlight S T P E T E dot com. You can get your tickets there.
0: They got those cinnamon candy. <laughs> <laughs> they might have
2: they might have cinnamon dust. Um, why don't we leave everybody with your best. Do your best, Red Guardian, soliciting Milena for sex because <laughs> he's been in jail too long. Okay, do your best, Yelena calling Nat a poser. Go ahead. You go oh, first.
1: I've never done a Russian accent before. You're
2: going to do one today. Here we go. Torpedo go.
1: Hold on, I feel like I have to. I have to lower my voice.
2: Oh, there you go. Get the deep vodka <laughs> voice. What was the, what was
1: the song? What?
2: Okay. <clears throat> All
1: right, what am I saying? again?
2: It's a pose. You you're are such a poser. poser. You're such a poser. He, yeah, you're such a poser. You
1: are. You are such a poser. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that was
0: actually really good. All right. All right, Mustachio, go. Uh, my. Mine- do you do that hair thing? <laughs> the you whip and you're moving down to the ground and it, it's it's just strange. You're like a poser.
1: That was <laughs> no, like the whole scene. You found, <laughs> What do you
0: have? The scene in
2: front of you?
1: This was spontaneous. That's my favorite scene of the
2: movie. Come on, it's the
1: best scene. No.
2: Oh, oh, oh! Here's a fun fact. Mustachio just watched the movie. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> He finished it yeah. and then jumped on the. He asked the me podcast. last minute.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. That's so amazing. no wonder
2: he knows the like verbatim. Right, here's mine. Here, it's a buzz. You are such a buzzer.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I like.
0: You got the I beat. I got like.
1: I got like. Happy, like she was happy about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> like, you are such a bullzer.
2: I was a little more upbeat about it than everybody else. I guess it's a, it's a good observation.
1: I don't see anything happy it.
2: About it.
0: <laughs> okay, like she so was happy about her vest.
2: Join us next time where we will be fixing another film. Right. What is coming out, guys? Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins
1: is Channing Tatum going to be in that?
2: No, it's William oh. Golding, who I think is. Even better.
1: I don't know. Teach, teach, so- mm.
2: You don't like William Golding?
1: I don't know who that is. Hold on. That's the guy really from
2: from Crazy Rich Asians. You were on that episode. Oh, sorry. Henry Golding. That's why. Sorry. Oh, Henry, Henry Golding. Sorry, oh. sorry. Henry Golding.
1: This is William Golding. <laughs> who the hell is that? Who's that old man? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. That is. A British novelist playwright and poet okay yeah that's not oh he wrote lord of the flies okay that's a much different (laughs) much different guy than uh the handsome henry Golding. okay sorry anyway yes so maybe snake eyes maybe something else i don't know but stay tuned whatever it is it's gonna be an interesting night to say the least to say the most to say the least i don't know anyway bye everybody
1: bye Always was, and I was just drunk.
2: You were drunk the whole time, but now you're like (laughs) a mom. I know. You're like sitting there all sobey.